This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. One of the benefits of working from home is that I can look out the window and see what's happening in nature. And very often it's enlightening in terms of leadership lessons. Where I live, we have a bird sanctuary, spoken informally, I mean to say, and quite an ecosystem out there of all kinds of animals. One of the birds that's very prevalent around my house is the black-billed American magpie. And the magpie is actually very popular in the Western states. So if you think about Colorado and going further west all the way out to the coast, you'll probably know about magpies. They're very large birds. They look like they're kind of black and white, but the black part is actually kind of an iridescent bluish green color of the feathers. And they're extremely noisy. They're loud. When you hear magpies, it sounds like they're arguing and fussing all day. That's the way magpies sound. And they're quite territorial. So if you get in their space, they'll face you down. They'll come over and make you move back. That's how magpies are. My husband gets very annoyed with these magpies. He considered them loud pests that were always causing problems. Until one day he did a little bit of research on them and discovered that they're actually very intelligent birds. And so as he mentioned that to me, I decided to research the magpies and learn a little bit more about them. And I want to share some information about magpies and then talk about what is the connection to leadership for us today. So magpies are in the same family of birds where we get crows and ravens. They're very opportunistic eaters. That means they eat a variety of things from seeds to fruit to rodents to squirrels and to just dead animals that are out there. My husband has actually seen them eating some dead squirrels. They're carnivorous and they also eat vegetarian type items as well. Magpies will also steal food too. If you're out there and you have something to eat, don't turn your head because a magpie might saunter over and snatch it away from you. And back in the olden days of expeditions throughout the Western territories, what they discovered is they might build a tent, set up a tent. And if a magpie saw you take some food in there, when you're not looking, the magpie will break right into that tent to go after that food. So they're pretty relentless when it comes down to going after food. They also know that where people are, that's the opportunity for food. So if you're out hunting, sometimes magpies will lead you to a good hunting opportunity because they know you're going to take something down and it's probably going to leave something for them to eat as well. So they can also be hunting partners in that respect. Magpies also have a good memory. 
they will store food sometimes. And even nine months later, they will remember where they've stored that food and they can go back and get the food. They're also known for eating the eggs of other birds. And back in the day, because of this tendency, people thought that magpies were making other species of birds extinct. And so therefore, there was a lot of effort to shoot and kill magpies. However, in reality, they discovered magpies really don't eat enough eggs to make other species extinct. That practice is no longer in place. And so magpies still are now in existence, although their numbers were greatly reduced during the years when this shooting was allowed. Magpies are also birds that mate for life. And once they have their mate, they build their nest together. So it's not just the female bird that builds the nest. The male bird also helps. The male bird builds a lot of the external part of the nest, while the female bird builds a lot of the interior. And it can take as much as 40 days for magpies to build their nest. And unlike other birds, they often build a covering on the top of their nest. And of course, this makes sense because as they eat the eggs of other birds, they're making sure to protect their own eggs. Another component or aspect about magpies that's interesting and it's unique in the animal kingdom and world because not all animals do this, but magpies are able to recognize their own reflection in a mirror. And another aspect that makes them a little bit similar to humans is when a magpie dies, they engage in behavior that from a human perspective looks as if they're conducting a funeral. So if a magpie dies, the one who finds him calls very loudly to all the other magpies in the region, in the area, and everybody assembles. And they stand around the dead magpie for about 10 to 15 minutes. And there could be as many as 40 of them gathered around the deceased. And they stand there for that amount of time before they disperse. Now, here's what also may be going on from a survival perspective. They want to know who died because magpies recognize each other. It's just like if I recognize my neighbor Susan over here and my neighbor Sally over there, magpies know each bird individually. So if somebody's gone, they want to know who's gone, what position did they fill, and where is there an opportunity for somebody else to move up in the hierarchy and fill that position? Also, they want to know what killed that bird, because if the predator is still in the region, collectively, they will mobilize to take out the predator. So it's important to know what's harmed you and what's killed you in the situation that you're in. As far as value to the ecosystem, one of the things that magpies do is that they remove dead animals since they eat carrion, they eat dead animals. So therefore you don't have disease spreading because there's rotting dead animals around. These magpies will take care of that. They also eat ticks off of deer and moose and elk. And we have a lot of deer in our neighborhood. So that's one of their functions is to eat the ticks and rid the deer of that kind of a pest. So as I'm looking at magpies, and I'm really thinking about our world today, I just want to remind you that humans could take this lesson. When we see 
that some members of our community might fall into harm's way and may be getting killed by predators. We want to gather collectively to figure out what's happened to that person and then to put things in place so that they're not taken out again. We want to mourn their loss to the community because we are losing someone of value. And we want to remember that there is a purpose for all that God created. And when I hear the noisy magpies now, I'm reminded that my house is protected from dead animals, that I'm protected from ticks and fleas that might be on the deer that are roaming around out there as well. They have a purpose. So though you might hate the noise of someone who may be different from you, remember they are providing a valuable service in the community. And it's probably a service that you might not want to do yourself or may not even be equipped to do. So let's go forward with the notion of how can we appreciate everyone in God's ecosystem? As an executive business leader, you have many difficult decisions to make every single day. And it's important to think about how do you develop your people? How do you launch and develop high-performance teams? And how do you create a culture that wins every time? If you would like to take a look at your organization and to talk about the wisdom and guidance that would propel you to create a best place to work and also competitive advantage, then I invite you to apply for a consultation to work with me. Go to my website, www.transleadership.com, go to the services page, and under organizational consultation, you will see a tab that says, contact us. That's where you request a consultation. So if you are an executive business leader in a medium to large size company, then I look forward to receiving your application and having a conversation with you. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.